0: There. None other has ever known. No. He speaks, and the sound of his, his voice, voice is so oh. sweet.
1: Known. None other has ever
2: known. Welcome, folks, to the Tiny Gospel Radio Hour. We've just been listening to the a cappella group Anthem Lights singing for us in the garden. We had that recommended to us by Linda, and we're more than happy if you have music that you'd like us to play, preferably stuff that's uh, intellectual property and copyright free. Um, If there are folks out there who are making good Christian music you would like us to share or you'd like us to play something that you yourself have prepared, we are happy to do it. Um, So here we are, it's Poolsville Presbyterian Church and the Tiny Gospel Radio Hour as we together gather for worship today. Um, And as we gather in worship, today is a... um, a particular day in the life of our community. It's the, the Sunday where we remember Sunday School Sunday, remember the goodness of teaching the grace of the gospel to one another as children, as teens, and yes, as grown-ups. And so where we're calling that, and um, today is our uh, liturgical worship diorama, we have a diorama that features emojis that were designed by members of uh, some of our Sunday school classes, some of our kids, and I'm going to bring the camera in a little closer now so y'all can take a closer look at some of those emojis, and um, those kids who prepared them, well, they'll know who they are, so we're gonna, I'm going to zoom that in and just pop away from here for a sec. You can take a closer look. We've got music. We've got riding a paper airplane, which looks pretty awesome. Good fun there. We've got someone who is so happy. We've got someone who loves pizza and who does not love pizza here on church school Sunday. Who does not love pizza? And oh look, we've got someone who is riding down on a rainbow. And you got to appreciate joyfully riding down on a rainbow. And that's what we've got for our uh, worship diorama for the day. Um, Our service today is going to be led by our teachers and our students. And so uh, let's get into that. Let's um, open up with listening to prayer uh, by uh, worship elder Lisa Roberts. Let's listen to our opening prayer today and get into prayer together.
1: Let's join our hearts together in prayer. Lord, who said, Let the little children come to me, and do not forbid them, for such is the kingdom of heaven. Bless your children, young and old, who now stand before you in prayer. Help them to understand the depth of your love. Fill them with your grace and wisdom, so that they may grow to be strong men and women who fear your name and live for your glory protect them from all sorts of temptations and keep them under the wings of your divine care. In Christ's name we pray amen.
2: Thank you for that Lisa. Um, I'm not going to invite forward um, uh, the Forey boys to do a reading for us today. They're going to be reading to us from Genesis. So let's, let's give a listen as, as our kids bring us the word.
3: Um, our Bible reading is from Genesis 1, 1 to 2, 4a. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void. Let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. Thus God made the firmament, and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament, and it was so. And God called the firmament heaven. So the evening and the morning were the second day. Then God said, Let the waters under the heavens be gathered together in one place, and let the dry land appear, and it was so. And God called the dry land earth, and the gathering together of waters he called seeds. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, let the earth bring forth grass, the herb that yields seed, and the fruit tree is in itself on earth. And it was so. And the earth brought forth grass, the herb that yields fruit, whose seed is in itself according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. So the evening and the morning were the third day. Then God said, Let there be lights in the firmament of the heavens to divide the day from night, and let them be signs for seasons and for days and for years, and let them be for lights in the firmament the heavens to give light on the earth. And it was so. Then God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day, and the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. God set them in the firmament of the heavens to give light on earth, and to rule over day and over night, and divide the light from darkness. And God saw that it was good. So the evening and the morning were the fourth day. Then God said, let the waters abound with a, an abundance of living creatures and let birds fly above the earth across the face of the firmament of the heavens. So God created great sea creatures and every living thing that moves with which the waters abounded according to their kind and every winged bird according to his kind. And God saw that it was good and God blessed them saying be fruitful and multiply and fill the waters and the seas and let birds multiply on the earth so the evening and the morning were the fifth day then god said let the earth bring forth living creature according to its kind cattle and creeping thing and beast of earth each according to its kind and it was so and god made the beast of earth according to its kind Cattle according to its kind, and everything that creeps on earth according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. And God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, over all the air. And over every creeping thing that creeps on earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him, male and female, he created them.
0: Then God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it, have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moved on the earth and god said see i have given you every herb that yields seed which is on the face of all the earth and every tree whose fruit yields seed to you it shall be for food also to every beast of the earth, to every bird of the air, and to everything that creeps on the earth in which there is life. I have given every green herb for food, and it was so that God saw everything that he had made, and indeed, it was very good. So the evening and the morning were the sixth day. The Garden of Eden, chapter 2. Thus the heavens and the earth and all the hosts of them were finished. And on the seventh day, God ended his work which he had done and he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had done and then god blessed the seventh day and sent it since it santa filled it, it, it because in it he rested from all his work which god had created made This is the history of the heavens and the earth when they were created and the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens.
2: Thanks kids for that great reading of the Genesis text. We're now going to listen to another reading, um, bringing us Psalm 8 today, Um, will be Amelia. Let's listen for Amelia bringing us Psalm 8.
3: Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth! You have set your glory in the heavens, and through the praise of children and infants you have established a stronghold against your enemies, to silence the foe and the avenger. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars, which you have set in place. What is mankind that you are mindful of them, human beings that you care for them? You have made them a little lower than the angels and crowned them with glory and honor. You made them rulers over the works of your hands. You put everything under their feet, all flocks and herds, the animals of the wild, birds in the sky, and fish in the sea that swim all the paths of the seas. Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth.
2: Thank you for that, Amelia. Um, we're now going to listen to a third scripture reading as the kids bring us Scripture Day. We're going to listen to uh, Lorelai as she brings us something from Paul's letter to the church at Corinth, number two. Let's let uh, let's hear the word again. 2
3: Corinthians chapter 11, verses 11 to 13. Finally, brothers and sisters, farewell, put things in order, listen to my appeal. Agree with one another, live in peace, and the God of love and peace will be with you. Greet one another with a holy kiss. All the saints greet you. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with all of you.
2: Thank you for that reading, Lorelei. Very appreciated. We're now at the point in the service where um, typically we would have a time for adults. If we were gathered in our little sanctuary, the kids would sit up there, and all up there, and all the grown-ups would come gather around, and we would listen to them teaching us as as they get to talk with us during time with children. Um, and so what we've been doing for time with children the last little bit is um, is having our worship buddies, those those little stuffed animals that the kids get to hang out with during the service and they keep them company, uh, lead us in that time. And I was looking around through our stack of worship buddies and I was trying to figure out which one's the grown-up. How do you tell if a stuffed animal's a grown-up? I was having some trouble, so the, what I ended up with is just picking out the biggest one. This is the, the biggest one I could find, and uh, it's big because it's right close to the camera, but uh, just a bear. I don't know if he has a name, if any of the kids have played with him. I'm sure they know. Say hi, Mr. Bear. Say hi, hi there. Say hello. So we're going to assume this is our representative grown-up stuffed animal bear for the day. Um, and for our the other thing we've been doing is we always sing Jesus Loves Me, Um, So we're going to have one of the kids play Jesus Loves Me for us, and I'm going to set Mr. Bear over there in the worship diorama as she does so. We're going to listen now to uh, Charlotte playing for us Jesus Loves Me. So this is coming to us from our own Charlotte, so playing it on the violin. Here we go. Thank you for that, Charlotte. That was just lovely. Um, we now need to hear from some of our teachers this year um, as the teachers share with us uh, the things that they've been working on and how class has gone. Um, the first of our teachers representing our uh, elementary school kids uh, will be hearing from Elder Bill McDonald. Bill, uh, let us know how things have gone in the elementary classes this year.
4: The elementary class was taught by Lisa Roberts-Koser and Bill McDonald, and Kathy Hanna served as substitute teacher. The theme for the year was Loving God, Loving Neighbor, which are the two most important commandments that Jesus gave us. We used a wonderful curriculum, Deep Blue Connects. It provided a detailed leader's guide with different Bible story for each week, a video that tied the Bible story to children's lives, and hands-on activities. The curriculum was varied, but the children learned about some of the best loved stories of the Bible, everything from Exodus, to David, to Jesus, to how the disciples started the early church. And while we learned about these Bible stories, we had some fun. The children made a model of Solomon's Temple. They made sandals like the ones that were common in Jesus' time. Of course, Jesus' sandals weren't made of paper. When we couldn't meet in person anymore. I sent the lessons, worksheets, and activities home to the parents so the children could continue their studies. Members of the class were Michael Ofori, Lorelei Hoffman, Charlotte Hoffman, and Oliver Ofori. This is a very bright and enthusiastic group of children. We enjoyed every minute of being with them and doing activities. Lisa and I are looking forward to seeing them again next year.
2: Thank you for that update, Bill. Um, we also have our high school upper grades class, and describing what's gone on in that class this last year for us will be uh, Elder Jerome Hobart. So, Jerome, uh, why don't you let us know what has happened in our high school class this last year?
5: Hello, this is Jerome, and I wanted to give a brief recap of what the high school Sunday school class did uh, pre COVID. Um, We had a book called Holy Heroes that was broken into chapters. Each chapter was a specific superhero. And the chapter would talk about the characteristics that they expressed um, or represented and how that aligned with stories or attributes from the Bible. Um, And then to put this into the context to be more... Uh, in touch with the kids, we then watched um, superhero movies like the Avengers. So we got to talk about Captain America and uh, and the values that he embodied and why lines in the movie talk about why he was chosen to be given those superhero traits because he at one point had been small and would then understand the great power associated with with the great strength that he has so that he would have more respect for it and more respect for the people around him um, while he used that power and and the power of might to to help those that needed it. Um, We had great discussions in the class. Um, Participants were Vince and Tim and Sam and Amelia. And we were able to have really good discussions about why the characters were something that as as a society we would focus on and what attributes they had that we really respected Um, the most surprising um discussion that came out of it had to deal with thor so you wouldn't think of a nordic god uh, or demigod being one that would be referencing its capabilities um in bible stories but it embodied the story of the prodigal son where um, early in the Thor movies, he thought he was everything that he needed to be and he went off against his father's word and his father then welcomed him home um, knowing that he had learned a lesson and he was once a f- part of the family, always a part of the family. And this is something that you know the kids and I talked about how important it is that we all embody these characteristics of of the characters in the book. Um, Had a lot of great discussion, and uh, we have that book, and uh, willing to let anyone borrow it, and gives you a reason to watch the Marvel movies again. All right, thank you. Thank you,
2: Jerome. Um, For the uh, grown-ups in the church, we also have... Had an interesting year as an adult ed class. Um, My script for today reads adult class something. So I will tell you the somethings that we did. We started out our year um, reading G.K. Chesterton's Orthodoxy, a fusty and often frustrating but lyrical at the same time examination of what it means to be orthodox. One of those books that you find yourself agreeing with wondering what he's talking about, and then disagreeing and then agreeing again. But uh, the goal of engaging with thought um, is that it should challenge you. And I know we were challenged by Chesterton. After that, we read through uh, Searching for Sunday by Rachel Held Evans. Uh, Miss Evans, um, up until her untimely passing last year, was one of the brightest and most lyrical voices in... American Christianity. Um, and uh, after G.K. Testerson's orthodoxy, I think everyone found her a delightful relief, um, engaging with her thought, her journey through her own faith, um, just lit us up. It was great for conversation. Um, after that, we will have listening and meditation sessions as we bring music into the life of education, because music is a core part of Christian self-expression, and we listen to the music of um, Estonian composer Arvo Pert, whose peculiar mystical stuff made actually for some good reflection. Um, it wasn't something that most of us had been an encounter with, but it was still something that people connected with. Um, From that, um, we went deep into the heart of scripture. We spent over two months working our way through the Gospel of Luke, and then from the Gospel of Luke into the Acts of the Apostles, as we took that journey from the beginning of the Gospel message all the way through to the foundations of the early church, and its spread throughout empire. that was actually a, a large part of what we did this year. From that, we uh, did a, a short study of Count Leo Tolstoy's The Kingdom of God is Within You, which is a radical cry for Christians to step away from all forms of violence and into nonviolence. Um, Tolstoy is Tolstoy, and I know um, uh, folks thought Chesterton was challenging until we got to Tolstoy. Um, But I will say this, our conversations were full of energy and people had opinions, which is a good thing to be able to do together. Um, That had been our year. Um, We're also going to do a summer school program this year, just because getting together and talking about our faith during, particularly during this time, is something I'm reluctant to set aside. Um, And for that, we're going back into the heart of Scripture, going uh, starting next week with a chapter each week through the book of James. So taking a look at this text that calls Christians to practical moral action um, just seems kind of relevant right now. So that's, that is where we have been over the course of this last year. Um, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to virtually invite forward uh, worship elder Lisa roberts Kozer to Um, give us a recognition and talk a little bit about this last year overall in our church school program. Um, We're going to do that via video, so um, we are, uh, this has worked when we've tested it, but you should be able to hear her and see her. We're going to see if we can get that to work this week. Um, So Lisa, we're bringing you forward.
1: I'm so glad you were able to join us for our uh, Sunday school worship service. Um, As we often say these days, uh, things have been a little bit different, maybe a lot different, and we had to do things a little bit differently to uh, honor our teachers and our church school students and showcase some of what they did throughout the year. So uh, I want to thank everyone who made this happen. Uh, I find the uh, recording and the tech a little bit overwhelming sometimes. And I appreciate those of you who use your gifts and your talents uh, to help us make this work. So we had uh, three different groups of church school students this year, the adult class uh, led by David. And he gave you uh, a little highlight of what the class has, I was gonna say gone through. (laughs) um, I had the pleasure of joining the class near the end of the year when we were doing the Tolstoy book which made me believe that um, the good count should have stuck with writing fiction. So I was a dropout of that class, Um, but David does a wonderful job in presenting books of the Bible and other books. And my understanding is that uh, for summer, we will be having our more traditional bible study on the book of james so i hope you will join us for that and we have the elementary school class and um, bill mcdonald and i team taught that and we had a nice group of five students this year and lots of different topics and fun projects, and, um, and I thank Bill for um, continuing to to reach out to students even after we uh, no longer were able to have class in person. So uh, I will be sending, because can't pass them out today, uh, all the students, in the high school and elementary class will be receiving a certificate that they participated in in Sunday School. Kind of a cute little picture of a church on there in a tree, it reminds me of our church. And it will say, for example, this is to certify that, fill in the blank, has completed the Sunday School curriculum for the period September 2019 through June 2020, Pulse Hill Presbyterian Church. And um, we always like to give students a little, little special something. And this year, uh, I'm gonna find it, aha. Uh-huh. Um, one of the things we studied in our uh, elementary school class was, was the Ten Commandments, but I found something called Donut Ten Commandments. Uh, and if anyone would like a copy of this, I'd be happy to uh, send it to you. Uh, but it shows pictures of ten donuts and uh, an interpretation of the Ten Commandments. For example, your favorite donut. No other gods beside God. Or don't sprinkle insults. Has <clears throat> some a sprinkled donut. Do not hurt others with words or actions. Pay for the donuts. Do not steal from others. So you get the idea. So you'll get that, and you'll get a certificate, and you'll also get a gift card for something that relates to the 10 Donut Commandments. So I'll leave it there um, so you can guess what it might be. So I think all the names have, been um, read out, but I'm going to do it again. Just I'm not quite sure where this is all going in the order of the service. Um, I don't have the name for everybody in the adult class, um, but if you want to, you know, write your name here in the comments, uh, we'll you know, applaud you. Uh, we had uh, in the high school class Amelia Hobart and uh, Vincent Butt and Sam Afuri and Tim Kausner. Then for the elementary school class, we had Charlotte and Lorelai Hoffman, and we had Oliver, we had Michael, and I guess that's only four. Somehow I counted five. But anyway, thank you all for participating, and thank you to uh, the teachers, the subs for making our church school happen, even under kind of different circumstances. Thank you.
2: Thank you for that, Lisa. We seem to get most of you there. Uh, One of the joys of drawing stuff down from uh, other services is that things work most of the time. So we got most of that announcement, and thank you so much, Lisa, particularly for supporting all of us as we have worked to teach and engage and continue to plant the seeds of the gospel and grow them um, in kids of all ages, Everyone included. Um, As it tends to be our our focus each year, um, we do note uh, when we've got folks graduating from high school. And my understanding is this year, um, our own Tim Kasner is graduating from high school and going on into the armed services, which is, um, I find it hard to believe that Tim has graduated, Um, it's like he was just this little guy, but of course he's not been little for a very long time. So Tim, blessings for your graduation and uh, for your coming service to our country. We give thanks for you and for that. Um, As we now uh, gather together, we're going to come together in our prayers for the people. Um, We're gonna once again hear from worship elder, Lisa Roberts-Koser with our prayers for the people for today.
1: Let us pray. O Lord, we pray for all the teachers of our Sunday school. Just as you told Peter to feed my lambs, may our teachers be enabled to teach and train your children in the way of life grant them your wisdom and knowledge that they may also share it with your children and help them to grow spiritually may your holy spirit work through them and strengthen them as you have called them to serve through the ministry of teaching O lord god We thank you for the many blessings you have showered upon the Sunday School, and we pray that your spirit may continue to work to nourish our children and adults. O Lord, bless our Sunday School and all its future endeavors, that through it we may glorify you and your Father and your Holy Spirit. Great God, guardian of the laughter of children, bring them safely through injury and illness, so they may live the promises you give. Do not let us be so preoccupied with our purposes that we fail to hear their voices or pay attention to their special vision of the truth, but keep us with them, ready to listen and to love, even as in Jesus Christ you have loved us, your grown-up wayward children. Now we turn our hearts to our congregation, our community, our country, and our world. We pray for comfort and recovery and strength for those who are sick and their families, those who are depressed, suffering from anxiety, dealing with chronic health issues, addictions, all those just going through a difficult time. We pray especially for Bill and Jackie Miss Edwards, Kim, Elise, Saul, and Susan, and Gary, Jan, Roy, Annie, Walt, Nolan, and WID, Pat, and Stan, Lynn, Priscilla, and Doreen, and all those who are suffering from the effects of the COVID virus. We pray for our world during this pandemic. May our leaders make wise decisions, a vaccine be developed quickly, and may we heed the advice from experts and that as restrictions lessen, we act responsibly. And we pray for our country. May we strive to live peacefully, respecting all our brothers and sisters, regardless of ethnicity, social class or orientation, and speak out against hatred violence and disrespect. We pray for comfort and peace for those grieving the loss of loved ones, especially the family and friends of those who have died from the COVID virus and for Ross's friend, Bud, who died this week at 95. And we also have joys to lift up, especially for Bill Byer's sister, Jerry, who's in remission. Now let's join our hearts together by saying the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this, our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen.
2: Thank you for that prayer, Lisa. Um, We're now going to shift over to another thing that we have been doing with the kids over the course of the last little bit. Our music director, Monica Daly, has been working with kids on percussion and singing together and blending their voices in with the voices of the choir, uh, because teaching music and teaching song and song itself are just such a wonderful way to convey and sustain and remember the goodness of the gospel. And so to that end, um, we're going to pitch out another video. Um, this one, a video of the kids of the church and the choir of the church, um, singing together and making music remotely, which they've been doing over the last weeks uh, preparing this. Uh, giving us Sia Humba. So I'll take a couple seconds to spool that up. Uh, let's give ourselves a, uh, a listen to Sia Humba. Sia Humba.
3: Having trouble remembering something. Can you, can you guys help me remember on the round of three... What that song means, ready on the count of three. One, two, three.
0: Marching, Marching in you. the flesh of God. See Fear among them, among the young, among them, among the young, among the young, among the
2: helped pull together, see a humba for us, for all the kids and everyone making music together as a church, sharing in that uh, That time is, uh, is delightful together. Um, we're also going to, today, as we are in the first Sunday of the month, we're going to uh, share together um, in the Lord's Supper, and many of you um, may have had the opportunity to come by the church and pick up your little sterile pre-prepared packets of, uh, of communion elements. Um, if you do not have those, haven't had a chance to pop by and grab those, um, take a few moments as we begin our worship together. Um, this part of the Lord's Supper to get yourself a little glass of something to drink. Juice is good. A um, little piece of bread or whatever it else you have available so that when we come to the time of this service when we'll partake together, you can join with us. Um, who's invited to this table? Well, obviously this Sunday as we, as we look out to the, the spiritual life of human beings of every age. Uh, We acknowledge that Christ's faith is for all of us. From the first moment we realize how good and gracious his message is till that last moment when he's just about to welcome us home. God's message, God's way is for all who want to journey on that path with Jesus. And so if if you're journeying that path, if your spirit is moving you down that path, you are welcome, wherever you are, to share in this meal with us. So now let's uh, let's have a word of prayer. Let's have a word of prayer together. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God, for it is right to give our thanks and praise. This story begins at the beginning, this story of the journey on the way of Jesus, and it starts with that story we heard at the beginning of this service, as our children read for us the tale of the beginning of all things, as we hear it in Scripture. We hear how God placed us in a garden. We hear how God made everything And every single thing God made, God declared good. And it is that goodness that is God's intent for all of us and for all of our lives. But the story goes on into that garden and reminds us of what happened when we chose the one thing God told us not to do. Don't eat of the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Don't take of the knowledge of evil. I have declared everything good. You don't know what it will mean if you look at the world and see evil as you have known it in your heart. The story tells us that we human beings ate of that tree, new evil, new shame, new hatred of others, and we drove ourselves from the garden. But God did not give up on us. That's not where our sacred story goes. God remembered us, remembered the goodness of the garden, as Psalm 8 reminds us. The goodness of the garden was still present. He pursued us with a covenant for a people, offering them a right way to live graciously with one another and connected to God, and that didn't work for our knowledge of evil was too deep. And so he pursued us with prophets who brought a message of justice for the oppressed and setting aside the power that defines humankind. And we were given the opportunity to embrace the prophets, but we rejected them and we cried out to God, God, please, we are still suffering. And hearing our cry, God knew what needed to happen. And were we together, together right now, we would say, Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And what God did was God gave us Jesus, gave us Christ gave us God's own spirit, God's own self and purpose for humankind wrapped in living flesh, speaking the word of goodness and grace to us, teaching us, healing us, walking with us, weeping with us, being a friend to all of us, and challenging the parts of ourselves that are most broken, But there's a funny thing that happens to human beings when you challenge the part of them that is broken. Sometimes they hear and they change, but being what we are, we're much more likely to fight, to attack, to destroy that which challenges us to move into God's grace. And Jesus knew that if he challenged us, it would lead to the cross, remembering what he did for us now. Together we would say where we gathered in the same place, Christ has died, Christ is risen, Christ will come again. Remembering that now, let us, as we have gathered our elements, say a word of prayer over them. Let's pray. Gracious and loving God, in each of our places separately, we are yet together, bound and woven up together by the spirit that moves in this simple meal that we remember each month. Each of us in our own homes with bread and cup. Your spirit rests upon that bread and cup. Fruit of the earth, Wheat and harvest, the light of the sun and the labor of human hands, brings us the bread. The sweet richness of the vine poured out and let set until it is ready, brought to us by the labor of human hands. And all of that, all of our labor to place this meal before us, this simple meal, could not be were it not for your creative power, for your grace, and for your love and care for all of us. Help us embrace your presence in our lives. Let your spirit of goodness, your spirit of grace, your spirit of justice rest upon our souls and guide us and sustain us as we are nourished in your way by this simple meal. Through Christ, with Christ, in Christ, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor are yours, almighty God, now and forever. Amen. On the night before Jesus was betrayed, he gathered with his friends and shared a meal. And as was the custom of his people, at the beginning of that meal, he took a piece of bread, a loaf, and he showed it to them, and he broke it. But as he broke that bread in their presence, he said, This is my body broken for you. Whenever you eat it, remember me. And together we eat and remember. And in the same way as the meal ended, as was the custom of Jesus' people, he poured out one last cup of wine, But as he poured out that wine in their presence, he said to them, This, this is the cup of the new covenant, sealed in my blood for the forgiveness of sin. Whenever you drink it, remember me. And so together we drink and we remember. Let's have a word of prayer. Gracious God, we thank you for the blessing of this meal. We thank you for its goodness. We thank you for the spirit that rests upon it and upon each of us, wherever we may be. Let your spirit bind us together as one, as your people, and let the grace of Jesus, which you have laid upon us, nourish us and sustain us as we work to heal our broken world with the good news of Christ's gracious, loving gospel. Gracious God, this is our calling as Christians. Our calling as those who walk the way, strengthen us in that as we journey this path together. In Jesus' name we pray this. Amen. I'm called upon now to remind us that sustaining and supporting this ministry comes as something that um, we all need to do together, and it's relatively easily done. Um, you can uh, mail stuff to the church, um, we're Poolsville Presbyterian Church. If you want to write a check, it's Poolsville Presbyterian Church. Um, post Office Box 68, that's Poolsville, Maryland, 20837. Um, you can also find directions, easily enough, at the website that's sitting there right above my head, right there, right above my head, www.poolpress.org, and their instructions for um, how to have a more sustaining donation for the church, um, as well as in the event that you missed that address, as well as the address for the church so you can mail us a check to help support this ministry as we work on it together. All of your offerings, all of your gifts, bless this ministry and help us keep going. We've had a, a lovely Sunday and a lovely gathering. It has been a delight hearing the voices of our children um, and it's a reminder to us every year that our children not long ago, or I mean, we were that. We were that age. I remember being a kid. Sometimes it feels like I'm still a kid. I, I'm still that same person. And each of us in our own places, in our own lives, encounter the message of Jesus in a way that we can convey to the world through song, through sharing kindness, through sharing openly our own gifts. And we are reminded in this time, on this Sunday every year, of how important it is to never lose that sense of childlike wonder at just how good and gracious this path we're walking together is. And I know it's a challenging time, everyone says so, but hold on to that childlike wonder as you step out into the world this week. Look at the beauty of a blue sky. Find a moment to delight in the buzzing of the bees and the flowers and to laugh and to play with one another. And I know the times are hard and challenging on so many different fronts, but we can't lose sight of that. Joyous possibility, of the joyous possibility that in each moment Christ's way can be made manifest. Let that be how we work in the world with a childish, childlike joy this week. Let that be so. And now, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be and abide with all of us, today and tomorrow, and our whole lives long. Amen. We're going to wrap our service today with a little bit of sending music. Um, at the suggestion of uh, our music director, seems perfectly appropriate to me, we're going to listen to a little bit of uh, live Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Teach your children, because that's what this Sunday's all about. Let's give give that old tune a listen. You who are on the road must have a code
0: that you can live by and so become yourself because the best is just a goodbye teach your children well By oh, and so to please to help show them with your universe. You you they seek the truth before they we can, can die and teach your parents well Cause their children's hell will slowly go. One they pick, the one you know by, don't you ever ask them why, if they told you you would cry, so just look at them and sigh.